Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello and welcome to another episode. This is my NFL Week 4 Review, Week 5 Preview episode. Um, So I'm going to go over last week's results, um, talk about some of these standout stat lines that occurred in each game, um, a couple pieces of injury news that I've got for you from this week, um, go over the games and the spreads over and unders um, throughout the week, and then my picks to win each game, go over my best bets from last week, and pick some new ones for this week. So first things first, got to go over the last week's results. So week four results in the NFL. Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Miami Dolphins on Thursday night football with Tua Tagovailoa carted off the field. Joe Burrow had 287 pass yards and two touchdowns. T. Higgins had seven receptions for 124 yards and a touchdown. And Tyreek Hill had 10 receptions for 160 yards. Next game in London, we had the Minnesota Vikings defeating the New Orleans Saints 28-25 on a double doink that the Bears would be proud of. Excuse me. I didn't even realize this game was in London until um, I was watching it. Uh, at 9.30 in the morning, <laughs> and um, the game was absolutely insane. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, it was crazy, and if you haven't seen it, at least go check out the highlights. Um, Kirk Cousins in that game had 273 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Justin Jefferson had 10 receptions for 147 yards and one rushing touchdown as well. Uh, next game up, Seahawks defeated the Lions 48-45. to Geno Smith had 320 passing yards and two touchdowns. Rashad Penny had 151 rushing yards and two touchdowns. DK Metcalf had seven receptions for 149 yards. Faked an injury to go take a bathroom break. What a guy. Um, for the Lions, Jared Goff had 378 passing yards, four touchdowns, and one interception. Jamal Williams had 108 rushing yards and two touchdowns. And TJ Hawkinson had eight receptions for 179 yards with two touchdowns. Next game, the Falcons defeated the Browns 23-20. Only notable stat line for me was Nick Chubb with 118 yards and a touchdown. Next game, Cowboys defeated the Commanders 25-10. No stat lines that stuck out to me. Um, Titans defeated the Colts 24-17. Derrick Henry had 114 yards and a touchdown. His first 100-yard game of the season. Matt Ryan had 356 passing yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Mo Alley-Cox had six receptions, 85 yards, and two touchdowns. The Giants defeated the Bears 20-12. In New York, Saquon Barkley had 146 rushing yards in that game. Daniel Jones had two rushing touchdowns. The Eagles defeated the Jaguars 29-21. Miles Sanders had 134 rushing yards and two touchdowns for the Eagles. The Jets defeated the Steelers 24-20. The Bills defeated the Ravens 23-20, neither of those two games having any crazy stat lines in them. The Chargers defeated the Texans 34-24. Justin Herbert went for 340 passing yards and two touchdowns. Austin Eckler had 109 total yards, 60 rushing, and 49 passing with three touchdowns, two on the ground, and one through the air. And Mike Williams had seven receptions for 120 yards. Cardinals defeated the Panthers 26-16. No star stat lines here. And the Packers defeated the Patriots 27-24 in OT. Aaron Jones had 110 rushing yards, and Alan Lazard had six receptions for 116 yards. The Raiders defeated the Broncos 32-23. Um, 
Josh Jacobs had 144 yards and two touchdowns. Devontae Adams had nine receptions for 101 yards. The Chiefs defeated the Buccaneers 41-31 on Sunday Night Football. Tom Brady had 385 passing yards and three touchdowns. Mike Evans had eight receptions, 103 yards, and two touchdowns. Anyways, if I didn't mention that was the Sunday Night Football game, the Monday Night Football game, the San Francisco 49ers defeated the Los Angeles Rams 24-9. Cooper Cup had 14 receptions for 122 yards, and Debo Samuel had six receptions for 115 yards and a touchdown. The two bits of injury news that I have, um, we'll start with the short and sweet story. Not really that it's sweet, just that it's short. Uh, the Denver Broncos second-year running back, Javante Williams, tore his LCL and ACL in the Broncos' loss to the Raiders last weekend, leaving Williams out for the rest of the season. The other bit of news, kind of already expected, Tua Tagovailoa was carted off in an ugly scene during the Dolphins-Bengals Thursday night game, leaving the hospital before being leaving for the hospital, excuse me, before being discharged and traveling home with the team to Miami. He is in concussion protocol and will need to clear this process in order to play in the next game. And I can confirm that Tua has been ruled out of this week's matchup against the Jets. So that's last week's review. Now we'll get on to our this week's little bit of a preview kind of deal. Um, some games and spreads with the lines coming from FanDuel Sportsbook. Your Thursday night football game this week is the Indianapolis Colts at Denver Broncos. The Broncos being a three-point favorite. The over-under in that game is 43.5 total points. Next game up, another, another, sorry, Sunday morning London game for the NFL. The New York Giants are taking on the Green Bay Packers. The Packers being an 8.5 point favorite. The over-under total points are 41.5 in that game. Seattle Seahawks traveling to New Orleans to take on the Saints. The home team being a 5.5 point advantage. The over-under, 45.5 total points. The Pittsburgh Steelers go to Buffalo to take, or I guess it's Orchard Park, New York, excuse me. Um, the Steelers travel to Orchard Park, New York to take on the Bills. Being a 14-point favorite are the Buffalo Bills. Over-under in that game is 47.5 total points. The Chicago Bears going to U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis to take on the Vikings, who are 7-point favorites, over-under 43.5 total points. Houston Texans going to Florida, taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Seven-point favorites are the home team, over under 44.5 total points. The Miami Dolphins, two attack of Iloa, less, are three-and-a-half-point favorites going to New York to take on the Jets. The over-under in that game is 43.5 total points. And the Atlanta Falcons are traveling to Tampa to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The eight-and-a-half-point favorites are the Bucks. The over-under in that game is 48.5 total points. The Detroit Lions going to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots, who are three-point favorites. The over-under 45.5 total points for that matchup. The Tennessee Titans are a field goal favorite at the Washington Commanders. Over-under in that game is 42.5 total points. Some places have that as a 2.5, and, and some places have it as a 3. At the time of recording, it is a 2.5-point game, according to FanDuel. Los Angeles Chargers are a three-point favorite at the Cleveland Browns. Over-under in that game... 47 and a half total points. The San Francisco 49ers are six and a half point favorites on the road, taking on the Carolina Panthers. The over-under in that game is low, 39 and a half total points, the lowest total points spread of the week. The Philadelphia Eagles go to Glendale, Arizona to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Over-under 48 and a half total points. The Dallas Cowboys go to Inglewood to take on Los Angeles Rams. 
Four and a half point favorites are the Rams over under 43 and a half total points. I feel like that's a really common one and 48 and a half total points. is another common one this week. Speaking of 48 and a half total points, that is your over under for the Cincinnati Bengals at Baltimore Ravens game for Sunday night football. The Ravens are a three point favorite on the spread. The Las Vegas Raiders and Kansas City Chiefs take on each other in the Monday night football game this week. The Chiefs are seven and a half point favorite. The over under is 51 and a half total points. I believe that is the highest of any game all week. It is indeed. So now I'm going to get into my picks and kind of give you a little reasoning behind them. Um, so I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win the game outright. And then I'm going to tell you at the end, um, give you a little insight as to why I'm saying it. And then the spread and the over under what I would take. Not I'm not going to count this my best bet section. That'll be at the end. But here's my picks to win each game. The first game on Thursday Night Football, I say the Broncos over the Colts. Excuse me. Russell Wilson and the Broncos have a way of grinding out a win and doing it in the most boring way possible, which is exactly what I expect to happen on Thursday night. If you haven't watched the Broncos take on the 49ers in the Sunday Night Football game, good on you. That's one of the most boring games I've ever watched in my life. In terms of this game, I'm saying Broncos and under for your spreads. Packers over Giants in the early morning London game. The Giants are 3-1 and one so far this year, so I'm just going to say enjoy it while it lasts, Giants fans. Aaron Rodgers will find a way to ruin anything good going on with your team. Just ask the Bears. For the spread, I say Giants and under for this one. Saints over the Seahawks. Um, Dome field advantage is literally all I've got to decide this game. Whoops, Bob just knocked my microphone over. The Seahawks have impressed me this season, and the Saints have underwhelmed me. It will be interesting to see, though, if Jameis Winston returns or if Andy Dalton starts again. By the way, the spread is set up. I would have to assume that Jameis Winston is coming back because there's no way they'd be five-and-a-half-point favorites if Andy Dalton was the quarterback or if Taysom Hill had to play running back and quarterback for the team. Anyways, for the spread, I said Seahawks and under for that one. Bills over Steelers for me. Two touchdowns is a bit much on the spread for me anyways. But I think the Bills are better in just about every position group on the field, especially with TJ Watt out for the Steelers for the foreseeable future. In terms of spread, I said Steelers and under. The Vikings over the Bears for me. Another case of the spread being a bit much for my liking. But the Bears defense will be good enough in my eyes to keep this game within a touchdown. But the offense also needs to score to keep it that way and not just let it get out of hand. Um, A little sneaky betting pick for me. uh, Kirk Cousins to throw an interception. I haven't checked the odds on that one yet, but be a sneaky good pick. Eddie Jackson for the Bears is tied for second in the league in interceptions with three interceptions in four games this season for the Bears. In terms of the spread and over-under, I said Vikings and under for this one. Jaguars over the Texans for me. I think the Texans are a dumpster fire this season. Um, I think they might sneak the odd victory here and there just kind of to remind everyone that they're still in the NFL. But for me, it's not this week. I say Jags and over in this one. Dolphins over the Jets for me. There's no Tua for the Finns, but Teddy Bridgewater wasn't horrible in his backup role last week. Uh, Zach Wilson's return also wasn't too inspiring for the Jets, and I think this game is going to be tight regardless of who wins it. So I'm going to take the points in this one with the Jets and say over. Um, I think Teddy Bridgewater should be good enough to get the win, but 
the Jets are like one of those, it's like the Raiders usually where they're not great in any particular place, but they can still just pop up with the random good win. But anyways, Jets and over for me in terms of the spread in that one. Buccaneers over the Falcons outright anyways, um, because the Falcons are America's team for betting anyways this season. I mean, they're 4-0 against the spread so far. Eight and a half points seems pretty reasonable to cover when they've kept every game that close so far this season, and the Buccaneers' offense hasn't exactly been stunning. So I said Falcons and over in terms of the spread. Lions over the Patriots. Yeah, it went there. I have absolutely no idea why I'm saying this right now, but I like the Lions to win. Jared Goff has changed my mind on him this season, and the team can score like a lot of points. And on the other side... The Patriots are down to their third-string quarterback in a defense that can stop an offense about once every three drives. So I said Lions with the points and the over. Titans over Commanders. Derrick Henry, baby. The King is back, and after his first 100-yard game this season, I think he'll get on a roll and carry this team to a few wins, namely this week against the Commanders team that has underwhelmed, kind of similar to the Saints. I say Titans and the over. Chargers over Browns in the next game. The Chargers are better in most facets of the game. The Browns, though, where they are better, seem to be better by... You can just kind of look at the depth chart. If you want a couple examples, Nick Chubb at running back against Austin Eckler. For pure running back purposes, I would take Nick Chubb. And edge rusher, Miles um, Jack or Joey Bosa. Which one sticks out more to you? That's all I'm saying. Anyways, I still think the Chargers are better in the most most of the areas of the game. I like the Chargers to win, but the score should be close and low, so under. Chargers and under in that one. 49ers over the Panthers. The 49ers have an offense that can toy with even the best of defenses. The Panthers will probably grind this out and make it closer than it should be, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners ran them out of the building either. Debo Samuel could go off for 300 yards or... He could have 60 yards. It literally is just a game-by-game thing for the 49ers. Um, but I will take the Niners in the under here. Eagles over the Cardinals in the next game. There's two offenses that can score. And then the Eagles defense that can stop the offense that it's playing. I like the Eagles here. And unless Kyler Murray goes wild this weekend, like beyond anyone's expectations, I'm not sure the Cardinals get much scoring done in this one. So I'm going to say the Eagles and under in this one. Rams over the Cowboys for me. Um, Okay, now the Cooper Rush hype train will be derailed, okay? After being bullied and memed during during and after their loss to the San Francisco 49ers on Monday night, I'm looking at you, Jalen Ramsey, specifically. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go look at Debo Samuel's Instagram. But I expect the Rams to come out and dominate on offense at least and do enough on defense to struggle or force Jerry Jones' favorite backup to struggle. So I'm going to say the Rams and under. I think they'll be doing the majority of the scoring. Ravens over the Bengals on Sunday night football for me. Omar Jackson for versus, sorry, goodness me, Omar Jackson versus Joe Burrow is a matchup I cannot wait to see, especially considering the Ravens don't have many people who are going to breeze past the Bengals offensive line and sack Joe Burrow nine times in the game. I think the Ravens are good enough to get the win in what should be a great matchup. I'm going to say the Ravens and the under in this one. Last game from Monday Night Football, Chiefs over the Raiders. I'm going to try that again. 
Monday Night Football, I said Chiefs over the Raiders. Can't anyone stop Kansas City? I mean, the Raiders would be the weird oddity that could do it and shockingly make it look easy, but I just feel like it's too early in the season and the game is being played at Arrowhead, which means I can't take the Raiders to win. In terms of the spread, though, Raiders and over for me is the move. I'm going to go over my best bets from last week and then pick my new ones for this week. So last week, we were 5-11 and coming in, and I picked out a good five games for you here. Arizona Cardinals plus one and a half at the Carolina Panthers. The Cardinals won that game outright 26 to 16. That's a dub. Cleveland Browns minus one and a half at the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons won that game 23 to 20. That's an L for us. And the Browns, I guess. Not to be so selfish. Oops. Cleveland Bears. Yep. Chicago Bears plus three at the New York Football Giants. The Giants won that game 20 to 12, so that's another L. Seattle Seahawks plus six at Detroit. The Seahawks won that game outright, 48 to 45, so that's another dub for us. And the last game, Vikings minus two and a half at the Saints. We had to sweat this one out, and it took a double doink at the end, but the Vikings won 28 to 25. We win, baby. We went three and two last week. Updated record of eight and 13. So let's try to get at another, you know, three and two, four and one record this week. First pick, Thursday night football, Indianapolis Colts at Denver Broncos, under 43 and a half total points. Two of the worst scoring offenses in the league and even, I mean, some of the best scoring defenses in the NFL so far this season face off on Thursday night. And the line is being quite generous at 43 and a half. Um, that's allowing for a 28 to 14 or 21 to 17 kind of game to still cover the under for us. I think that one's take that one to the register as you place the bet. You're going to win that one. Atlanta Falcons plus eight and a half at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Atlanta is undefeated in terms of covering the spread this season, and I'll take them to do it again here against an offense that hasn't seemed to click just yet this season. Tom Brady only has a handful of passing touchdowns, and three of them came in the Sunday night loss to the Chiefs this last weekend. The Detroit Lions plus three at the New England Patriots. How about those Lions? Not something I thought I'd be saying this season at all. They're playing everyone close and doing it in shootouts, not even like defensive grinds. I want to take them to win, but with the field goal safety net, I'll take the spread just to be safe. Maybe Belichick can slow them down, but I don't really think New England has the offense to blow them out either. I think the game will be close regardless of who wins it. So, you know how I like to do it? Take the points in that scenario. Tennessee Titans, minus 2.5 at the Washington Commanders. The Titans look better on paper and have been on an upward swing the last couple of games with Derrick Henry finally getting off the line with some touchdowns and a 100-yard game last time. Excuse me, last time out, which I've now mentioned about seven times, so you know that I'm excited about it. The last pick I have this week, the Cincinnati Bengals at Baltimore Ravens under 48.5 total points. This might sound ludicrous, so let me explain. After the Monday night football game this week, there's only been one primetime game to go over the total point spread, which was the Chiefs-Bucks game on the Sunday night football the night before. I think if the Ravens defense can hold the Bills to 23 total points, they can hold the Bengals to the same, if not fewer, Anyways, I don't think the Bengals' offense is as uh, stellar as the Bills. I mean, look at Josh Allen versus Joe Burrow. That's all I really need to say. Anyways, 
If you don't like any of these numbers straight up, you can do a five-team, seven-point teaser on FanDuel, which will give you plus 250 odds. You know, make the Indianapolis Colts at Broncos an under 50.5 total, or the Falcons plus 15.5, or Detroit Lions plus 10, or Tennessee Titans. I'm really testing myself on this one. Uh, (laughs) Plus 4.5 at the Commanders, or the Bengals and Ravens under 55.5. Whatever floats your boat. But anyways, that is all I've got for my week five preview. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.